Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Wow, 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 wow. It is April 19th, Friday. Listen to the Freedom Friday hour. Hopefully, uh, get a little freedom, a little freedom, or a way to understand how you can get freedom from this dark, black mess that uh, (laughs) we find society in oh my goodness oh my goodness what a mess it's like a soap opera it's like a real life soap opera i mean every day there's just something nonsense i mean you're just bombarded with information uh bad information people doing bad things constantly <laughs> a world of selfishness and greed and narcissism and worst of all ignorance the ignorance is incredible it's amazing just how ignorant the masses are to the games and the tricks and the deception that's being played on them the wool that is just pulled over the eyes. Amazing. The vast majority of people do not have an inkling of understanding about what's really going on. Oh, yeah. But I do. That's why I'm here blabbing my gums. I see right through this nonsense. And hopefully you do too. And if you don't, maybe by the time we get to the end of the show, you'll at least chew on what I have to say about it. All right? That's all I can hope for. That's all I can hope for. It is a mess. Let's start with this first story. This is from Fox News. Now, Joaquin Phoenix, this guy, I mean, he's one of these like top top actors this guy is a uh, is a very good actor now didn't ask my opinion but i'm going to give you my opinion on on actors or musicians or playwrights or anybody who's really famous and really good at that because they have muses they have a muse they have a a spiritual side to them that gives them the the information and the knowledge and the ability to do what they need to do if they in turn will promote that agenda in which these spiritual energies would like promoted. All right? It goes with athletes the whole bit. That's right. What I'm saying as these people, and I'm just going to talk about actors right now, that are very, very good, when they get into the method acting, they or. Whatever they do, they take on that persona of what they have to play. I mean, they become it. They're wide open for multiple personality changes and infestation and things like that. They really are. You know that. You look at these uh, guys. Now, Joaquin Phoenix, now he's, he's going to play the Joker, a new movie coming out just about this demonic clown-like character who's just a bloodthirsty Luciferian clown. And we've seen what happened to Heath Ledger. 
the uh, what's his name? Um, the guy in Colorado that did the uh, Black Knight shooting at the theater. I forgot his name already because Obama said we'll never mention his name again. And so he was correct. I don't even remember. James something. Forget his name. You know that kid. That PhD guy. Um, yeah, and I think Jack Nicholson, correct me if I'm wrong, was the first one to play uh, this Joker role. But it got it got evil Batman and all these things, these, these comic book uh, movies that got darker and darker as they go. So here's Joaquin Phoenix, and he's going to play the Joker. And uh, if, if you watch the trailer, and I have, I've watched the trailer on it on YouTube, and it, even the trailer creeps you out. It's, um, you know, there's something about it. This guy is one heck of an actor, and he takes on the persona, um, you know, that he acts. He's, he's way up there. So when he does that movie, it's going to be it's going to be quite frightening how he portrays it because this this guy is something else. So Joaquin Phoenix, you know, I'm giving him uh, you know kudos where you know kudos is due. He has a muse. Um, he has things directing him. He he, you know, he's 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 yielded to that to become, you know, where he's at. Now you don't you don't get to where you're at in. A satanic kingdom that we live in without doing the boss's orders okay you don't get to become famous and rich and a celebrity and influential unless you're willing to do what the boss tells you to do the boss of this play that's going on right now the boss of this theater is a entity that some refer to as Lucifer or Satan or Shatan or the great dragon or that old serpent called the devil. Many names, but it's a dark entity and this is his theater. This is his stage. Yeah. And if you think that those who profess Christianity say, well, I'm not affected by the devil, I'll just stomp on him. I'll just stomp on the old devil like a piss ant because there's victory in Jesus. And there is victory in Jesus. If you're a truly born-again Christian, there's victory in Jesus because your victory is not here. Your victory is in eternal life. That's where your victory is. Now, the Bible itself, in the book of Revelation, the Bible itself says that Satan or that great dragon, the devil, whatever you want to call him, Lucifer, Lucy in the sky, whatever, whatever it be, the Baphomet, it's an androgynous entity. It says that it will make war on the saints. Yeah. And it says, and it will overcome them. And it's not something you hear a lot because it's not a feel-good message and it doesn't really, you know, get you dancing in the aisles, you know, with some good Hillsong music or whatever. Um, it's pretty negative. What do you mean he's going to make war on me? I'm a saint and he's going to overcome me. That's exactly what it means. He's going to overcome you. He's going to, the word in Greek is overwhelm, overwhelm you. So as you listen to this show, if you have the guts to continue on listening to a lot of this dark crap, you know, I talk about that's going on on this theater stage, and you look around, you are being overwhelmed by the evil around you. But that same book, Revelation, that same book says, he who overcomes this world will get eternal life. So the dark, evil, satanic one is overwhelming the saints. That's a fact. Now, there are some who call themselves Christians or follow a Christianity or a religion and they may not feel overwhelmed because they're part 
of the play. They're part of the system. They enjoy the system. They enjoy these things that are placed in front of them, these dainties, this rich food, so to speak. So they're not, um, they don't feel overwhelmed. But at the end of the day, they're not going to be overcomers. They didn't overcome this phony matrix-like system that we're on. All right? So those who hate the world, yeah, you read the news, you'll read stories like I'm about to talk about Joaquin Phoenix. And there's, there's, a, there's a hate that, that wells up in you. You, you. you hate it. You're sick of it. You're like, you're right. It's, a, it's an overwhelming of your senses. It, you just want to throw your hands and give up. You don't know what, Lord, come back. You just, oh, jeez, oh, Lord, right? You don't, you, don't, um, you don't put living this life above God. In fact, you embrace that scripture that says, take up your cross and follow me. And where did he go? He went to death. You embrace the scripture that says, he who seeks his life, I guess you can reword it. He who seeks to be on this stage getting the accolades will, will lose it. You're going to lose it. He who gives up his life will gain it. You see, it's all about an eternal mortality. It's not just being immortal. It's about eternal life. It's living eternally. You've heard me talk about this before. He can't even trust the angels who disobeyed, who fell from their required positions. He's not going to trust a flesh suit like us that's been in rebellion and in ignorance from day one. Day one, from the moment our first father's mother, Adam and Eve, were deceived. Till now, we struggle in obedience. And he's provided a way that we could live victoriously. But we're not going to overcome the evil here. We overcome the evil in our hearts through the work of the Messiah. That's just a fact. That's a fact. My opinion is that actors like Joaquin Phoenix or high celebrity athletes, musicians, book authors, you know, anybody, politicians, anybody in high status with influence have sold out and they're part of this play. I believe many of them in high places aren't even human. But that's not what this is about. Joaquin Phoenix, once again, is playing the Joker, a very demonic character that I am sure, I guarantee, will unleash a horde of demons upon many ignorant people who see the movie. Something will change inside of them and it'll get inside of them. You will see copycats. You will see uh, ignorant people copying the horrors that they see on the big screen in real life. You will see that. James Holmes is his name. James Holmes is the one who shot, what, 12 people dead in a Colorado theater at the screening of Batman, the Dark Knights, and he was dressed as the Joker. Yeah. So uh, you, you're going to see, I guarantee you, you're going to see that with this film. Joaquin Phoenix. But he's not only playing the Joker, a demonic, 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 demonic character. He's playing Jesus. That's right. He's playing Jesus in a new film. But the headline says, but he refused to do one thing. The one thing that Jesus did, he refused to do. And his quote was, who the F would do that? So right there on the headline, it tells you what the agenda is. It tells you that Mr. Phoenix 
has sold out to get whatever he needs to get to do the agenda of his boss. When he says, who the F would do that? He's talking about a miracle of Jesus. So he's placing our Messiah down to a level of who the F would do that. Because Jesus did that. Who in their right mind would do that? Because Joaquin Phoenix knows so much more than the God who created this earth. Joaquin Phoenix will someday see him as every eye will see him. And he's going to behold the Messiah. And he's going to be held accountable to every word, every empty word, every empty influence, every empty deed, everything. He will be held accountable and he will bow his knee and he will wail and he will weep and there will be gnashing of teeth because there is eternity and you can spend it in eternal life or you can spend it in eternal death. And that's the whole goal of this play down here. The whole goal is to fool the actors themselves into giving up eternal life. Yeah, the old serpent hates the human race. He always has. So Joaquin Phoenix is playing Jesus. He's playing Jesus. Now, there are many, there are many church tards out there who love S-Star films. Oh, it's S-Star season. They like to call it Resurrection Sunday. They like to say, come and worship with us on Resurrection Sunday. And some of the old schoolers just keep calling it Easter. They just keep calling it Easter like a star, the goddess a star. Either not realizing or out of pure ignorance, ignoring the fact that it's paganism. But that's okay. It just, it really doesn't matter with those folks one way or another because they're just plain a Christianity on the stage. They have a form of godliness, right? It looks like godliness, but they lack the power thereof. So many people are going to flock because you got this main actor, this huge star in the world. One of Satan's boys playing Jesus. He's playing Jesus in a movie. So they're going to flock to see this because they're going to say, Christian movies have come a long ways. They used to be hokey and and sad and goofy and terrible productions, but now we got guys like Joaquin Phoenix playing Jesus. The upcoming film is called Mary Magdalene. What does that tell you? It has nothing to do with the Son of God. It has nothing to do with his redemptive work for mankind to get them off this theater stage. But it has everything to do with promoting a satanic Luciferian agenda, a concept of goddessness entitled Mary Magdalene. That's right. And he refused to perform one of the miracles that Jesus recorded in the Gospels. Joaquin refused to do this reenactment of the miracle. And what it was is that there was an early scene in the movie and it required... Now, they put his name in here, and I think you should take note of it. I mean, his age, because it wasn't necessary to put this in the sentence. But it says it required the 44-year-old actor, 4-4. Interesting that they would put Satan's four there. 44-year-old actor to perform a miracle from John's Gospel in which Jesus healed a blind man by rubbing mud in his eyes. Of course, this blind man is portrayed by a woman in the film. <clears throat> so you, you, we should be familiar with the story. Jesus uh, 
spit. He did spittle in the in the dirt, and he rubbed it, and he created a little mud with the spittle. It rubbed it on the uh, the guy's eyes, eyelids. Now, if you think he he rubbed it on the guy's eyeballs, I, probably pretty stupid. Um, he he used and then that guy opened his eyes. I see, I see men like they look like trees. And blah blah. blah. And then Jesus did it again, and uh, no one up to that point had ever <clears throat> healed somebody that was born blind. He was born blind. He didn't become blind later on. Have he was born blind. No one had ever done that. Opened a blind eye. Um, and so that's the story where he, he spit, he made a little spittle mud and he, he did that. <clears throat> so, uh, Joaquin Phoenix doesn't like that. He says, I knew that scene from the Bible, but I guess I had never really considered it. Phoenix told CNN. He says, when I got there, I thought I'm not going to rub dirt in her eyes. Who the F would do that? And then Joaquin, because he knows better than, than Messiah says, it doesn't make any sense. That is a horrible introduction to seeing. So if he had his way about it, Jesus would have never been so uh, crazy to rub spittle in somebody's eyes. So Joaquin says, I took matter in my own hands. I simply licked my thumbs and rubbed the woman's eyes. Yeah. Now, the article says the actor who recently played Joker argues ditching the mud doesn't take away from the miracle Jesus performed. Um, the whole concept of you playing in a movie called Mary Magdalene does in fact take away from Messiah's message and the miracles to be formed. It, in fact, it does, because that's the whole purpose of it. But see, they, they want, they, they're casting a wide net here, folks. With the Joker, they're getting uh, all the demonic, ignorant people who who loves to have entities in them and control them and do life in prison. When they get caught or get shot by the police. And then on the other end, they're casting the white net to get biblically ignorant religious people. Now, here's what Mary Magdalene's all about. It looks at the story of Jesus from a more feminine perspective, because that's, that's what we need, right? As many biblical scholars have labeled the controversial woman played in the movie by Phoenix's real-life girlfriend, Rooney Mara, which is interesting because Mara means Mary or bitter, They've labeled her the first feminist on record. Now, I've never heard that before. I, um, I'm not super educated in biblical studies, but I do have a BA in biblical studies and systematic theology. So I, I probably have a little more formal education than most people in Bible. Um, and I'd never heard of uh, many biblical scholars having uh, considering Mary Magdalene controversial in any way, in any way. And I, and of course, I never heard of her being the first feminist on record. I, I don't see, I just don't see that. But the film was directed by Garth Davis. It's going to be released on Good Friday. Um. Yeah, and it's part of the Weinstein Company, the sexual assault Harvey uh, Weinstein guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Some of the comments here, and this is just comments on the on the deal. It says, uh, one guy says, it's so weird that he goes from playing a psychotic joker to now playing Jesus. This guy sees that. It's a little strange. Um, this one guy says, oh, great, a film about Jesus from the Weinstein Company. What could go wrong? Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, it goes on. Anyway. Some will, be, some will be happy about that. I think it's a disgrace. It's not our play. It's not our party. Okay, we're not even invited to the party, folks. 
you know, we're not even invited. We're just waiting for uh, our dad to come and pick us up, take us home. How many of you remember the story contained in the book of Acts, chapter 19, where there were seven sons of Sceva, and they were trying to cast out a demon because they saw the apostle Paul doing great miracles through God. So they tried to do the same thing. So they go up to this guy who's demon-possessed, and they say, we adjure you by this Jesus whom Paul preaches to come out. Yeah, and guess what the evil spirit did? The evil spirit answered them and said to them, hey, I recognize Jesus, and I know about Paul, but who are you? And guess what? The man that had the demons jumped on him, beat the heck out of him, subdued him, overpowered him, and they literally fled out of the house naked and wounded. Wow. Guess why? Guess why? Because they did not go to Amazon.com and buy Demons in My Marriage Bed. A true story of spiritual warfare. The book is not about you being married or single. The book is about dealing with demonic forces. And you need to know how to do that today more than you ever have for your own life and for those around you. The book is a training manual and there's training in there that will teach you how not to be the sons of Sceva and get beat up by demons. It will give you the tools for you to be recognized by them because they'll know that you're exercising the authority that is given to you through Christ. You need to get this book. How about this one? This is also from Fox. There's nude Florida women. They were air drying themselves. They were nude and they were air drying themselves at a rest stop. And uh, then they got in trouble with the popo. But um, I guess I'm going to read this story because it's 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 just so indicative of the rebellion, the ignorance, and the uh, the hate, and the, just the lack of of human decency on a day-to-day basis. It's just, I mean, these stories are common. They're not unusual anymore. And it's about humans, I think. I think they were humans or used to be humans that are just totally out of control. And I believe they are demonically controlled. Because portals have been opened, the gods have returned, just like the Mayan calendar said they would. And we have repeated now the days of Noah. The Nephis are back. The Nephis have returned. They never really left. But now they're here in more force. Those little fireballs everybody sees are not meteors. They're The word of God, Jesus said the stars would fall from heaven. Like, like when a fig tree is shaken. They've come down, and they're still coming down. These, this is the result of pure demonic evil uh, on this uh, earth. That's how we know the time is, is pretty short here. Uh, there would be no real flesh left alive if the time isn't shortened. Because they've, they're possessing all humans, and they're transforming in them into uh, something else, you know, hybrid reptilian satanic monsters, you know. Here's an example. There's a there's three women. I, I, I say that lightly. They told police they were air drying in public after showering at a Florida rest stop. They were finally arrested after giving a wild chase. That included the use of a metal bat, tasers, and spike strips. One's, uh, her name is Oasis McLeod. She's 18. Jenna McLeod, 19. And Cecilia Young, who's 19. They are facing charges of eluding the police, aggravated assault, lewd behavior. So this trooper says there's three women standing in the nude putting on suntan lotion. Highway patrolman said, uh, he heard dispatchers tell him that at a rest stop. That's where they were doing it at. So he goes there, 
contacts the women, and they said we're air drying after we took a shower. But the trooper tried to get more information. They got into a car, and they ran off. Then the police tracked the vehicle to a convenience store parking lot. The girls were gone. But then it, they spotted the three uh, women leaving the store. And a trooper tried to arrest one, wasn't able to get back inside the vehicle. But while trying to make that arrest, the suspect behind the wheel of the car purposely drove directly at the trooper. Mm. Then one of the girls got out of the passenger side and started swinging a metal bat. So this is like uh, Thelma and Louise plus their friend. So then another officer came on scene. That guy rammed the suspect's car before it took off a second time. Then a short while later, it came to a halt with the help of spike strips. So the cops used to stop pursuits. Once stopped, the women are said to have interlocked their arms together inside of the vehicle, refusing to come out. Officers at the scene tasered the trio. They lit them up like a Christmas tree, took them into custody, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one commenter says they were wrong for being nude in public, but they never should have been tased. They were not a threat to the policemen. The policemen were wrong and should be charged. So this is an ignorant person uh, who thinks that uh, tasing is only allowed when it's a threat. No, if you threaten a policeman, you're going to get shot with a bullet. The tasing is because you're not complying with his orders. It's called less lethal force. Okay, less lethal force. The fact that she swung the bat at the cop is amazing that he didn't light her up with a bullet. So they got off pretty good. So uh, there's three demoniacs, three demoniacs running around uh, a neighborhood near you. That's, um, well, that's because our society has, has just created it. This one is, uh, here's another bother, bother, bothersome one. This one is bothersome. This is from CNN. So you know it's true because they never lie. A man accused of throwing a child from the Mall of America's third floor has been banned, had been banned from the site. This is uh, amazing. Apparently this guy didn't know this kid. um, And there was no reason for... For, for doing what he did. This is horrible. Witnesses said Emmanuel Deshaun Aranda, 24, he either pushed or threw a five-year-old boy from the third level of the Bloomington Mall's interior down to the first level floor nearly 40 feet below. That's a big drop for anybody, especially a five-year-old kid. The uh, the perp, who police said took off running after the incident, was found inside the mall's transit station and arrested. The boy suffered life-threatening injuries. Yeah. The kid is still alive. He's still receiving care. But uh, he's pretty bad shape. Uh, at this point, police do not believe there's a relationship between the family and the child. Investigators are trying to figure out a motive. There is no motive. You know why? The guy is demon-controlled, which is just another word for demon-possessed. We got we we got an image in our mind from demon-possessed people from the movies. Linda Blair, you know, uh, all these horror movies. You know, there's demon-possessed people acting like wild animals. And that's the image of mind. We don't see that demon possession really is nothing more than someone who has yielded to these entities in their life or allowed them to come in either through drugs or trauma or whatever reason and have given them uh, permission to be in their bodies and to control them. And and that's what the demons do. So they're, they're demons in flesh suits is what they are. That's what these 
ex-humans are. This guy is, is a good example. Same thing with the three uh, quote-unquote women that I just talked about. Uh, so that's why they can't figure out a motive. Because he's he's just controlled by an evil entity that hates humans. Their whole purpose is to destroy and cause havoc and disease. You know, you don't have to be controlled by a demon for a disease to, to attach to your body over a little bit of trauma and then build a disease there. It, it's hap- it happens all the time. Every second, it happens to people everywhere. That's what they do. You know? You go to the doctor, I don't know what it is. I don't know what caused it. But, you know, it's just they're, they're demonic attachments. You can ask those who've had them and who've had prayer and who have expelled them and ask them how they feel now once they're expelled. So this guy throws this kid off the third floor, 40 feet down. The police don't know why he did it. They're still looking into it. He's being held on, I love the suspicion of attempted homicide. Really? All these witnesses said he he's suspicion. Um, so this guy, this this demon guy, he lives in the Bloomington area. He's been uh, had a series of arrests and convictions related to that mall. He had been banned from the mall in the past and was convicted of misdemeanors and in two incidents uh, back in 2015. He was charged with causing damage inside stores. He threw items off the upper level of the mall to the lower level. Uh, three months later, he was throwing glasses of ice water and tea at a woman in a restaurant in, at the mall after she refused to buy him food. How dare her? Uh, in that incident, he got into a physical fight with the manager of the restaurant. And, uh, of course, diners panicked and they fled and they were scared and blah, blah, blah. He'd been banned from the mall uh as early as July 2016. Uh, in 2015, he was smashing computers on the floor of a library there. He caused about $5,000 in damage. They arrested him without incident. <coughs> um, in that case, this dude told the cops he was angry after he read something on Facebook. So he smashed five computers that weren't his. Screens, keyboards, court records show. He said he has some anger issues. He told the officer he does not happen all the time. That's indicative of demonic control. He doesn't happen all the time. It, it just takes over his body. The child's mother was screaming. You can imagine this horror. A witness Friday at the mall said the child's mother was screaming that somebody had thrown her child from the balcony. So she didn't know this guy. She was screaming, everyone pray, everyone pray. Oh, my God, my baby. Someone threw him over the edge. Yeah. No reason. Just demonically possessed. Now, you take a guy like that that's given way to his anger and his demons, and now he gets a ticket. He goes sees Joaquin Phoenix. Not play Jesus, but play the Joker. Maybe either one. I don't know. Play the Joker. And then this guy, now he decides he's going to go act that out. I don't know. Maybe that's not as bad as taking a five-year-old kid and just throw him off the the third floor of a mall for no reason. Guess the kid made him mad, huh? This one is kind. This one is another. You know, these people. There's another demons in flesh suits. Um, I, I suspect alcohol and drugs on this one, but this story um, entails a dog, and uh, the dog got off scot free. They say he was a belligerent dog. I find that I kind of find that hard to believe, but he might have been. Um, his name was is Bo, and I, I I have a friend who's a dog named Bo, and it's a it's a yellow lab. And Bo is a crazy yellow lab, man who likes to play with his toys and run through the screen door and do crazy things. A very strong yellow lab. And I love Bo. So when I read this story, I because this dog is named Bo, I, I pictured that Bo. Anyway, this is from Fox News also. It says, chaos at Walmart. I know, what a shock, huh? 
As woman performs karate, uh, her son exposes himself and her dog steals food. So it's a whole family affair. It says chaos descended on a Wisconsin Walmart store after a karate performing mother, her naked son, and her belligerent dog shoplifted and ran a monk at the store. And I'm not sure if the dog really understood the laws of trespass and shoplift. But let's just assume he has, he has read the Wisconsin Penal Code and um, he knew better. At least he's probably the only one among these two idiots who had half a brain. At least he should have said, hey, let's not do this, humans. Let's not do this today. Let's, let's go get a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Uh, let's call it a day. Let's go home, pet my belly. But he didn't do that. He participated in their their shenanigans. So I don't know about this dog. The Euclare Police Department. God, can you imagine being called Euclare? E-A-U. Claire, C-L-A-R-E. It sounds like a donut. The Euclare Police Department. It sounds like Eclair. You got to change your name. Anyway, the Euclare Police Department said on a social media site that the officers responded to a call that a woman, her name is Lisa Smith, 46 years old. So she's a grown woman and her dog, Bo, it doesn't say how old Bo was. So this 46-year-old woman named Lisa Smith, her dog, Bo, Shoplifted items from the store. The woman's son, 26-year-old Benny Van, was causing chaos in the store as well. So what I'm getting from the story is that, that Lisa and her dog both shoplifted. That's right, the dog. So police learned that Smith came into the shop with Bo Unleashed. So go to Walmart. You bring Bo your dog without a leash and just let it run amok is what she did. It said uh, the dog immediately was running off towards customers. That's what makes me think he was just a crazy lab or something. Because it didn't say anything about him growling or being belligerent. He just ran towards customers while the woman was pulling apart displays in the store and placing them in her cart. <laughs> displays. I look at the pictures of these two yahoos, and uh, yeah, I see, I see alcohol, I see alcohol infused wet brain here. Um, after being told to leave the store, the woman began showing off her karate moves in the parking lot to fend off police officers. So she was about to kick some butt, you know. She was about to, she's about to do a Billy Jack on him. You remember Billy Jack, you old timers? You know, I'm going to put my left foot on your right cheek and there's not a damn thing to do about it. Remember that? 110 shoulder, shoulder, uh, soldier. I know I'm aging myself. I was a kid when I saw the movie. Um, so she's doing Billy Jacks or Karate Kid, whatever you want to do. Maybe she's doing the praying mantis move. It's pretty frightening. But here, here's the part that got me. Bo, the dog, you know what he did? He tried to flee the crime scene. Yeah, he tried to run away. And you know what he had? He had a box of Jiffy Cornbread Muffin Mix in his mouth. Yeah. He had a box of America's favorite Jiffy Corn Muffin Mix in his mouth, and he was running out of the store without paying for it. Bo the dog. Now, I imagine he was going to take it home with his his his... His, his human mother and his human brother, who could also be his father. I don't know. Look at these two. And they were going to go back and have a squirrel sandwich and make up some Jiffy corn muffin mix because it's America's favorite. So he tried to flee the scene with a box of Jiffy corn muffin mix in his mouth. And after a brief, brief fight with officers, that wasn't Bo. The lady Smith was arrested because she tried to do karate, so they had a they had a fight. As a last ditch attempt, she tried to kick a window out of a police car. 
Now, her son, the whole time this is going on, her son was getting fully naked in Walmart, and he began exposing himself to other customers at the store. So this woman is tearing apart displays, putting them in cards. She's doing karate. She's fighting with the cops. Bo, the dog's running around, running at people. He grabs some Jiffy Corn. He's running around the store. He's, he, he, he's, he's shoplifting without paying for it. And then his brother, Bo's brother, human brother, decides to take off his pants, show people his, his little thingy. Yeah. And uh, this, is a, this is a family. This is an American family in Wisconsin. And then the guy tried to cover himself with new clothes from the store without intending to pay for them. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine if you go to Walmart and buy a pair of pants knowing that this guy had put them on? Because you know they put them back on the shelf. You know that? What do you think they did with the Jiffy Corn Muffin Mix? You think they just threw that away? That's money. They put it back on the shelf. Maybe you get it for sale. Maybe you get a blue light special. Maybe you get 33% off. So after officers confronted Van, that's the son, he threatened to run over them with his scooter. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been threatened with a scooter, but I'm telling you what, I'd rather face a great white shark than a drunk man on a scooter. So when they did that, it prompted the Eclair Police Department to use physical force on the son of a gun. And they had to stop the scooter and arrest Mr. Van, who's going to run him over with the scooter. So now the mother is charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and misdemeanor bell jumping. Now, the son is facing charges of lewd and lascivious behavior, disorderly conduct, and retail theft. But guess what? Bo got off scot-free. Bo was caught by the officers in the store. He was brought to the Humane Association. The dog is not charged. He was issued a warning for the theft. And um, then he curled up in the middle on a little blankie and took a nap. He had a busy day. Now, you know, at least this dog had fun with his demon-possessed human owners. And I think that's, that's more than you can say for a lot of animals. So I think uh, that had a good ending, that part. All right? So I think that's all I got to say. I think I said enough. And, uh, yeah. So we'll talk to you later. Hey, I apologize for not doing an Ezra show last Monday. I did have some people say, hey, where's the Ezra show? But life got in the way. A lot of stuff was happening last weekend, and uh, I could not fire up the studio to do a show. So I'm going to try again this weekend. We'll see what happens. But life got in the way. It's a crazy stage we're on. You guys take heed. Take care. We'll talk to you later.
Each day was different, life was a thrill You knew tomorrow would be better still Things have changed, you're much older now If you're unhappy and you don't know how Why don't you look in? 